Hello, and welcome to Forward Church Online. In this weekly podcast, we hope that you'll have an encounter with God through inspired teaching and discover practical ways to help you live a life of purpose. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. like TV shows. It's okay. You can admit it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Let me freak you out for a second. When I was growing up, until I got my first job, we had no TV in our home. Okay? None. <laughs> and I finally got a job and convinced my parents that life would be okay and we'd still go to heaven. Can we get a TV, please? I've come out of a lot of religious stuff. I bet you have too. And there's a lot of people still bound up with a lot of religious stuff. In a moment, you're going to be looking at your foundation, okay? So when I finally was able to convince the man of God, (laughs) my dad, who was a pastor, (laughs) that we were not going to go to hell if we had a TV, they agreed. But guess who got to pay for it? (laughs) I did And guess where we had to put it? Downstairs in the basement. Could not have a TV where anybody who visited the Weber household would see that we had a TV. I am not making that up. So so in the evenings, we'd leave the lights on upstairs and all of us, except for the man of God, he stayed upstairs. We all went downstairs and watched all the great TV shows. Hey, Dad, you ought to come down. It's great. Eventually, he was saved. (laughs) And he joined us. And then God resurrected us and brought the the TV upstairs. (laughs) I'm not making any of this up. This really happened. And it was like, I do believe in miracles. Wow. We've got a TV upstairs now. A lot of us have come through a lot of baggage, haven't we? A lot of things have been put on believers in churches that God never intended for them to have to endure. Okay? I I know I can hear the old time saints. Brother, that's worldliness. Worldliness is a thought before it's an action. I mean, I could watch Mayberry, you know, and Andy Griffith. I didn't have any sin lurking around. I just enjoyed it. One more piece. We're going to look at foundation tonight. We're going to look at faith. And then we're going to look at our future, okay? I'm just unraveling some things so that you can take a look at your own background to see what you came from. Along the lines of not having a TV, we also were not permitted on Sundays to listen to the radio. That was before we had a TV. You mean we had to go to church in the morning, we had to come back in the early evening for youth program, and then we had to have another service at night. 
Poor Jesus. I think he got tired. Thank you if someone got that. Sometimes we overdo church and call it spiritual. It got to me. And then not to be able to have the radio on Sunday afternoons. It was bad enough you couldn't watch any TV because we didn't have one. But we couldn't even listen to any NFL games or baseball games. We prayed all the time, God, please help someone to call that they were in the hospital and my dad needs, man of God, had to go to the hospital so we could cheat and turn the, ra- <laughs> turn the radio on. Man, we loved it when he got those kind of calls. It was like, man, God answers prayer. This is great. And our mother, she would side with us. She would. I mean, I wish I could get her down here because she would correct me for doing this because she doesn't think I should. But she would side with us and go, okay, as long as you don't say anything and nobody tell your dad, all right, guys, go ahead and turn. He's going to be back in about an hour. And we'd listen to the NFL game in that area or the baseball game. And when he came home, we felt like we had sinned. Can I get a... Man, I felt like, oh, man, God. Oh, he's coming through the door. I don't mean... My dad, God's coming through the door. And we're all, we're in trouble. Okay? Have we come a long way or what? And I can tell you where I am today has been enriched because God's corrected my foundation. Let's go back to TV. My daughter loves a particular show on TV. It's a remodeling kind of program where these Big buyers go in and buy these homes. (laughs) And she'll sit there forever watching these things. And, you know, they'll buy it at a certain price and they go in and they renovate everything. And then they tally up what they bought it for, what they put into it, and then how much do they want to market it to get it back. Yes? Some of you may do that, as in you like to watch that. And I'm thinking, man, Brittany, how many times have you seen this one? I don't care, Dad. I love it. It's great. Isn't there any sports on? (laughs) But you know what we've noticed? That when they do this, they know that they're looking for a bargain. But when they get that bargain, they know they're going to have to do some renovation. And they always start by looking at the foundation to see if there's anything that needs to be changed. Tonight, Because Jesus Christ arose from the grave, there's three things that he wants to do in our lives. Um, We had supper together this evening to celebrate their wedding anniversary, which was pretty cool. But, yeah, but we didn't talk about tonight's message or the service. We talked about other things. So I didn't know that out of his innermost being, that's where you also dwell, kingdom people dwell there, would come a word that would call for change. God purchased us tonight, did he not? He saved us, right? But have any of you taken a look at your foundation? It's easy to get cracks in it. Okay? My mother's got a beautiful home in Columbus and it's got a a basement in it. 
She wants to sell the home because she's concerned about sup pumps and leaks in the foundation and, and all of that. And I said, you're making stuff up. It's not going to be like that. They can always check your foundation to make sure everything's okay. God's interested in your foundation tonight. Because from your foundation flows faith. Are you with me? So he wants to, I'm, I'm going to just kind of script this with maybe a verse per point. He wants to revisit our foundation to make sure we don't have any cracks that are going to cause major catastrophes. Okay? So that he can put us out on the market of the kingdom and we are not a distraction but an attraction. Uh, hello? Brother, this is real good, but where's God's word? Really? Are you that religious that you think I would leave God's word out? In 1 Corinthians 3.11 it says, No man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. The foundation is Christ. So here's what I want you to do tonight. I want you to take a look at your relationship to the foundation. And the foundation is not brick and mortar or blocks and cement and concrete your foundation is Christ. Watch this. Where are you tonight in proximity to Jesus Christ? Drawing closer or drifting? That, that's all. I'm either drawing closer, and that doesn't mean turning off your TVs. That doesn't mean you can't listen to the radio on Sunday afternoons. That doesn't mean you can't go to a movie. Of course, you need to know what type of movie you're going to. But I'm asking a very simple question tonight. If Christ is the foundation, and he is, 1 Corinthians 3.11, he wants to revisit tonight the foundation that he's placed in us. And he's asking a question. Ready? Are you drawing closer to me, or are you drifting from me? Listen to the word of the Lord. In Luke 24, 27, we're talking about the foundation. Then he begins with Moses and continues, prophet by prophet, explaining the meaning of the Hebrew scriptures, showing how they were talking about the very things that had happened to Jesus. This is what Jesus did with those who were on the road to Emmaus after the resurrection. He took them backwards to bring them forward. Now, what does that mean? When you get into God's word, don't just read your favorite text. Remember, he's the author from cover to cover. Meaning you need to have an understanding of the old to know the new. Man, the Spirit of the Lord is here. Occasionally I'll go back and listen to one of the podcasts to see if I'm on point, what areas that I need to improve on. I look to see how the foundation is. I'd love to share with you what one of the principals did to me the other day, but I'm not going to do that because I know he's listening and he'll bring some more junk my way. Have fun with your faith. I used to be all tied up in this thing. And if you're all tied up, people pick up on that. And they don't want your mail. Whatever you're trying to deliver, they're not interested. Okay, are, are you here tonight? Are you getting this tonight? So Jesus, after the resurrection, Luke chapter 24, he actually shows up, walks with these two men on the road to Emmaus, keeps himself disguised and penetrates deep into their foundation. And later they go, whoa, our hearts were burning. 
Because they didn't even recognize him. How long has it been since you recognized Christ in your circumstances? Luke chapter 24, verse 32. We're going to pick up speed a little bit now. Amazing, they said. Weren't our hearts on fire within us while he was talking to us on the road? Didn't you feel it all coming clear as he explained the meaning of the Hebrew Scriptures? There's no one that can explain this better than him. And he gives to us, the teacher, the Holy Spirit. I try the best that I can to break some information to you, but there's no one better than him. And he can make this clear. You don't even have to go to Bible college. All you got to do is draw a little bit closer to the cornerstone, to your foundation, and he'll teach you. Listen, let's get ready to move from foundation. Are you teachable? Do you remember this past Sunday when I shared with you, I think it was last Sunday or last Wednesday, how my father would make each one of us boys go down and he would show us how to plaster the walls. But before he allowed us to do it, he wanted to make sure that we were teachable. God wants more teachable people in the body of Christ. That's what advances his kingdom. Are we teachable? After he checks out your foundation, by the way, he's here tonight. I just want to let you know. He's here. In the presence and person and reality of the Holy Spirit. He's here. Now that he's taken a look at our foundation, maybe you found some things that need some attention. Oh, this is why I've not been drawing close to the Lord. Because see, the old time saints thought if you brought in the TV and if you brought in the music of Soul Train, example, I was using one of those individuals who came to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior who was a part of Soul Train. Man, God will reach you from wherever you come from. And some of you are going, Soul Train, that's so far back, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, whatever you're into right now, I just threw that out as it came in. God's not disturbed with your life. What he's concerned about is what's attracting you because it's going to affect your foundation. After he revisits your foundation and my foundation, here's what he wants to do. He wants to renew your faith. How many have ever been smacked by the situations of life? How many have felt like your cart has been turned upside down and all the apples went out? Adam and Eve couldn't even gather them and eat them all. And the Bible doesn't even say that it was an apple that brought them down. Isn't that amazing how we've bought into that? Bible doesn't say that it was an apple, but I used that so it would capture you. There's no one that can put all of those apples back up into the cart, but by faith, he will come revisit that and renew your faith. That's what God wants to do tonight. He wants to renew your faith. I said to Robin as we were coming uh, to the house tonight, that means this house, after having supper with um, Bradley and Amy, I said, I'm always in good shape when I walk by faith. But I'm a mess when I simply let nature run its course. Just being natural. It's dangerous to live naturally. That's a whole other subject and message. God wants to renew your faith tonight. You can't get better if you don't attend to what's going on with your foundation. So what does Jesus do? 
Check this out in John chapter 20, verses 11 through 18. I'm not going to read all of them. Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene. Hello. I remember when Bradley and Amy first came here, one of the first messages he preached was flip the script. Jesus did it right out of the resurrection. By the way, he is the, you heard me say that. He is the resurrection, but his personal resurrection, you would have thought he would have went and showed himself to somebody like Pilate, like somebody, the Roman soldiers, like somebody, all of the mockers. No, man, he goes to Mary Magdalene. Who's Mary Magdalene? I hope I'm whetting your appetite. He shows himself to Mary Magdalene, a lady of the street. Want me to make it clear? A lady that had been ruled by, de- by demonic forces. <clears throat> demonic activity was in her life. And where does Jesus go? Straight to her. To settle in her the reality that he was alive. I hope God's settling something inside of you tonight where you will absolutely break all the religious bands. Wow. Um, My father was a builder along with being a pastor, so many times they would bring window cases out to the homes where he was building to install those windows, and they were all surrounded by bands. So nothing would move and nothing would break. And that's how most Christians live. So scared of their faith that they're all bound up. Well, God's here. Well, God's here. Don't you remember when he called Lazarus for He comes walking out and he's all bound up. Remember that? It's in the gospel. All I'm doing here in these moments is whetting your appetite to see if you want to go digging. Those who go digging draw near. If you make me do all the digging for you, you're going to keep drifting. And I can't get enough bread to you out on the waters of life to where you will get the food you need to come on back. You've got to feed yourself. That's where the renewing process goes. So Jesus then turns. I'm over in Lazarus right now. Not the book of Lazarus. There is none. Talking about in the Gospel of John. And after he comes forth, he says, loose him and let him go. I want to speak a word over this house tonight. If there are things that have had you bound up and you feel like there's bands all around you, in Jesus' name, go free. We sang about that tonight. Go free. God's not even interested in you keep talking about all the mistakes you've made. They're all covered by the blood. Let's get on with life. And the Bible says he doesn't even remember those things anymore. Why are you bringing that stuff back up? Renew your faith tonight. So Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene and he says, Mary, and she turns to him and cries out, Rabboni, which means teacher. Look, look, let's pretend tonight. Lord, I'm only pretending. Let's say that this is my last night ever preaching or teaching and that the Lord takes me home. Father, I'm pretending. The teacher is still here. Now, what you doing? I'm amazed at how many Christians are married to pastors and not Christ. And they'll run everywhere and tune into everything when they know someone's coming. Oh, I got to go hear this person. Really? The teacher is Christ. If you need me more than you need Christ, 
You need to look at your foundation and you need to look at your faith. You need Christ more than you need me. I can deliver the package, but you've got to let the package come to you and you've got to unwrap your Christmas gift. See, and I believe in the kingdom. Christmas is every day. In God's kingdom, it's every day. That means there's blessings that await you. And so I want to encourage you, and I want to thank you for being here. Because Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, is here tonight. Well, he didn't even want to give up on that because he wanted to renew faith. He shows up, and he talks to his disciples. Same passage of Scripture. Suddenly, oh, I like that word, Jesus, I'm in verse 19 to 23, was standing there among them. Don't count him out, count him in. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side. Listen, just when you think he won't, he will. What are you talking about, Pastor? He'll show up just like that. Suddenly, he'll show up. Don't count him out. That's why we were always looking out the window and looking out the doors because maybe he left the hospital early. Oh, heck, here he is. He's back in the drive. Shut the TV off. Shut the radio down. Because he had a tendency to be sudden at times. Because he knew we were kind of sneaky. Are you sneaky? A little bit? No. I deal with kids every day. They're so sneaky. And I tell them, man, let me tell you something. I'm sneaky too. Well, he's not done because he wants to continue to renew people. Moving quickly, let me give you one more. He appears to Thomas. Same passage of Scripture. That would be John chapter 20. And he says to Thomas, put your finger here and look at my hands. Put your hand into the wound in my side. Don't be faithless any longer. Believe. How do I remove that faithless feeling? Just believe. Because guess what? What Thomas got to touch... Someday, down the road, when we see him face to face, you will be able to touch those same marks. Those marks are never going to go away. But all the marks of sin have been removed. Well, the Holy Spirit's here. Sometimes I don't want to use any of the tactics or the skill sets or my passion and energy to try to get you to understand. There will be no marks in eternity about your past but there will always be marks in his hands, his side, and his feet. Isn't that enough? So simply believe tonight. May your faith be renewed. May your faith be renewed. May you... Man, he's all over this place. Let's close with the last piece. Let Let me do a real quick review. Ready? He comes to revisit our foundations. All kind of times he does that. Not just once in a while. He'll come and check your foundation. Then when he does, he looks to see if he can renew. Are you open and available to be renewed? Do you want to be renewed in your faith? Foundation, faith. Now check this out. And then he's going to reshape your future. Let me give you this picture here. Okay, we're almost there. Are you ready? You can look at Matthew 28. You can look at Acts 1. You can go to Matthew chapter 9. I want you to gather this. The cross is complete. He's hiding in the garden. I just don't stay there too long because you're going to go crazy and go, what did he mean by hiding in the garden? He was behind the stone, but not dead. Jesus Christ 
was fully man, fully God. He did not die spiritually. He was alive behind the stone. You might be facing some incredible situations right now, actually behind the stone, but you're very much alive. I'm trying, Father. Are you ready? With all of that information I just rolled out for you, before the stone rolled away, they split, all of them, scared out of their minds. So it's okay to have moments of fear, questions of doubt, when you feel exhausted and you're run down and all of a sudden everything seems to be empty. They were ready to return to what they used to do. Hello? Hello? Stir yourself for just a moment. We're almost there. And he comes in and he reshapes and revolutionizes their future. They're thinking about hiding and protecting themselves and maybe even returning to where they came from. And he goes, I got a better idea. And that was long before Henry Ford. You know what's crazy? I asked one of my kids the other day. We threw up a quote by Henry Ford. And I said, who was Henry Ford? They sat there and looked at me like, you must be dumb and dumber. Our kids don't know who Henry Ford was. It's funny, but that's not funny. And I try to help them out. I said, you ever, you ever ride in one? Oh, I know what it is. Jesus Christ had a better idea not just Henry Ford, then the disciples. They were looking to wrap it up, chuck it. He's not coming back. This isn't going to work out. And so what does Jesus do? When he shows up, he gives them a brand new commission. I'm almost finished. If you so choose to step into the kingdom with us on May the 3rd, I promise you he's going to bring you out of hiding. Uh, These are prophetic words right now. So I thought I'd just kind of sit down. He's going to revolutionize your future. Well, it's always been this way. No, it's going to change in this whole area. They're thinking about how can we take care of ourselves and make it to the finish line. And Jesus goes, I got a better idea. I'm going to ask you to go out. Matthew chapter 28. And I'm going to ask you not to only go out, but I want you to go everywhere when you go out. And I want you to be ready to start teach. You want me to teach? I'm scared out of my mind. What do you mean teach? And I also want you to go ahead and take them down to the uh, springs and I want you to begin baptizing them. Not just pastors and missionaries can baptize. You can. You have what I've got. And then he went a little bit further over there in Acts chapter 1. So... I'm just saying, get ready for a major change and a shift. In Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, he thought, well, you know what? Um, I didn't run around down here naked. I'm talking about empowerment. And so these guys can't be running around naked either. Can you imagine soldiers in the military going over to the Middle East and they have no weapons? You've got to be kidding me. I don't care what the paycheck would be. That's not going to be good enough for me to go. I don't care that if I lose my life, all that's going to go to my family. I'm still thinking about living. Thank you. And if you're not going to empower me and give me the weapons to fight, I'm not going to fight. There are Christians who won't fight for the kingdom. And then he gets us engaged. You have to figure out who this is. 
to fight each other without any weapons. But our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty through Christ for the pulling down of strongholds. So he takes us over to Acts chapter 1 verse 8. I need to wrap this up. And he goes, so you guys are a little on the light side. I need to put some power in there so you're heavy. And what I'm going to have you do is this. I'm going to ask you to go into Jerusalem, and I want you to go upstairs, and I want you to hang out with each other for a while. And I want you to figure out how you can get along. Sometimes I wish I had no mic and nothing that would end up out there so I could just break it down here real good for you. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to get into one accord because I'm about to send the dove. That captures all the religious concepts. I'm about to send the divine sent one. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit and he's going to empower you to do what you can't do. Because he already knows out there you're naked. And he's got you on the run. But when I give to you what carried me, you're going to be able to do what I would. And greater work shall you. Rut row. Okay. Y'all ready? I don't have a kumbaya so you can go to sleep. I don't have any bedtime stories for you tonight. As we close, I want to go back up the ladder. God is going to reshape many of our lives for kingdom work. He's going to renew our faith and then he's going to drill down and he's going to revisit that foundation so that no cracks would cause us to crumble. Have you gathered the word of the Lord tonight? The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the most paramount principle, truth in the whole world. And I hope by the help of the Holy Spirit tonight that I have given to you an insight so that you can break all the religious bands, all the traditional bands, all of your cultural bands, and that you will step out beyond Chiefland, beyond Dixie, beyond Gilchrist, beyond Marion, beyond Alachua, and with the power of the Holy Spirit, you'll begin reaching into your destiny because he went the length of destiny so you could have destiny. Let's pray. Father, I thank you tonight for your word. I thank you tonight for your word. Many of us shimmer in the shadows. Many of us begin to just melt when the darkness begins to come in. Many of us are just like the three with you in the garden. When it grows a little late, we grow weary and we also lose our way and go to sleep. May we be stirred tonight in such a way that we know our foundation is good. My faith has been renewed and I am ready to focus on my future. We thank you for the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we give you praise. In Jesus' name.